Real for real. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. January 5th, Thursday. I may be one half. Got my guy in the Thunderdome D butt. Yes, sir. On? How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. New year. You know, we what five days in now? Five days in. You know what I mean? Still, 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 still doing all the things I said I was gonna do coming in this new year. Okay, but, uh, okay. I'm feeling good, man. Got a weekend, obviously a huge weekend of of uh football. Had a big weekend last weekend, and then um obviously had the Monday night game and then the horrific injury um situation with Demar Hamlin that we're gonna get into. Uh but feeling good, man. Vibes vibes are good. How you how you are how are you on that end? Good man. Same here, man. Vibes is good. Um, I really didn't set any New Year's resolutions this year, man. It was just one of them things like, you know, just just continue to grow, you know. So um, but you know, all is well, spirits are good, good vibrations. Um mm-hmm. so man, we here. We here. And like you said, obviously we're gonna talk on on the DeMar Hammer situation. Um scary moment. Um the Hall of Fame finalist was announced last night, man, and you know, we got we got some guys on there. Well, all of the guys up there are deserving. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, two uh coach greats um in the in the ring of honor, man. We'll touch on that as well. Then the NFL playoff pitcher, man. And you know, might even talk some NBA basketball today, man. Okay. You know, okay. you know. So um, so yeah, you know, we'll tap in with y'all. Uh, we catch y'all on the other side. Yes, sir. Do something about that music. Hey, hey man, I just said the same <laughs> thing, but hey, we, we working on that. That's in the works. That's, that that got to get changed up ASAP. <laughs> Yo, music week is shit. Damn, nah, week but is hey, shit. that was the first time I heard. I don't know if you heard it beforehand. I know I jumped in here a little later uh, after you, but um, my headphones tripping a little bit, but uh, our, our last music got, got a copyright tag out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying somebody, somebody hating. You know, yeah. see, see the pod growing, see the pod making moves. We don't had that music for how long now? Three years. Yeah, three. I mean, three going on three years, and now, um, but now we got to switch it up. Come up with some original music, which is gonna be dope. But um, yeah, that one, that one ain't gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. Now, now we, we got something that works for sure, for sure. Um, before we went to the intro, man. Um, said we was gonna touch on this, Demar Hamlin. Everybody watching the Monday night game, um, Bills against the Cincinnati Bengals. It was a highly anticipated game. Um, two great teams. But, you know, um, early in that game, uh, DeMar Hamlin went down. Um, and everybody, you know, knows the story. Um, CPR, you know, um, and ended up, you know, 
suspending the game, which, you know, I thought they they should have right done. Call. No question. Yep. Right call. Um, and, you know, just a brief update. We were just kind of talking about it. You know, Adam Schefter, uh, obviously, he just tweeted that uh, DeMar Hamlin's father addressed the entire Buffalo Bills team um, and said that he was making progress and said, you know, the Buffalo Bills team was happy to hear hear that announcement, man. But I just want to ask you, you know, um, former player, you know, I know you've been in that position um, a number of times. Like, just your your feelings, man, and your just thoughts. Like, when you, when you saw that play on the field. Yeah, uh, so it was crazy. I was actually moving around, so I, I wasn't watching the game um, live. Uh, and, and, like, hit me like, yo, you see what's going on? Dude, you know, down on the field. So once I got into it, I actually was seeing the images kind of after the fact. Yeah. And, um, just seeing seeing those players, you know, and, and the, the teammates and their reaction and um, the opponents and just everybody had just looked like just completely shook. And like you said, it's, it's a situation uh, somewhat similar that we've seen on the field. You know, we've seen, you know, people be carted off. We've seen people getting air cast or have to get in an ambulance or things like that. Um, but never I've never seen a situation like that. Um, on on the football field, and, and that was that was like you know, it sh- like shook me, you know, to yeah. my core, like it, you know, for real, for real, because you know we 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 know what we sign up for to an extent, but we we don't ever think we'll be in a position where we're on the field, uh, fighting for our, our actual lives, you nice. know, um, you, you know, you know the risk of you know being paralyzed or or having a, a significant significant injury. Uh, but nothing like that. So that was that was very very scary. Um, you know, obviously a lot of people was reaching out at the time, and I was trying to reach out to my people that I, that I knew in Buffalo, trying to get updated. And at the same time, you know, respecting, um, you know, what they just recently have gone through and seen their teammate go through as well. Um, so now, you know, we have just been anxious since really that moment. You know, since the moments we saw on the field and then leaving the ambulance, leaving the stadium, uh, we've all been anxious for just updates, just positive updates. Um. On, on Demar and his well-being, because uh, really, you know, that's that's what matters on uh, the absolute most. So, you know, getting an update from Schefter, um, getting an update from hearing that his dad talked to the team. Uh, I know that was something that you know you would want as a teammate. You know, especially with them having the they're going back to practice today. Yeah. You know, and um, like you said, it was no way, no chance that they would have been able to get back out there and finish that game and play that game that night. So, um, the coaches, the players. Um, the NFL, everybody made the right call from that standpoint. Everybody's putting such a, 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 a obviously Demar, and that's what only matters the situation he was put in. But then everybody around the, the people covering the game, the, the media, the uh, doctors, everybody's putting a, a, a tough situation to deal with, the unprecedented um, mm-hmm. to an extent. So it, it was crazy, man. But yeah, it, it definitely shook. That was something that shook me to to, to my core right there, man. Nah, man, I, I agree. I agree, man. It, it shook me because, you know, just looking at the tackle, like just yeah. from just looking at the game, I'm like, man, that's the tackle that I, I feel like I've made a thousand times. You understand what I'm saying? So just right. to be able to see the unfortunate situation. And then I think one thing that really kind of like that really shook me as well. It's like typically when you see a player get carted off, as you mentioned, or if an ambulance does have to come off the, or come on the field, you would hear an update within like, you know, 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, say, hey, you know, you know, the player, you know, 
he's feeling all his extremities or whatever the case may be. But when the updates were slow, it was just like, man, just sitting there, just just thinking like what what, what what's happening, what's going on. But um, but again, to your point, man, like it was it, it shook me to the core, man. Never, never have seen anything like that, whether directly high school, college um pros man it was just one of them things that you know you could just sit there and just just pray yeah and pray and again as you said like i think everybody i think everybody was caught off guard where you know mm -hmm. on the sideline um the reporters the players and you know just sitting back and just looking at ryan clark and you know just the way they were able to handle that way booger and them were able to handle that when they yeah. was kind of thrown into the fire i'm um, having to really discuss the situation what just happened and it's really like what could you like what could you say? But I think those guys they handled it very well. Um so again, man, prayers to 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 DeMar, his family, um, that builds organization, everybody, because yeah. it was something that we we've never, never seen. Um I know I can't I, I say I, I've never seen anything like that. So again, man, just yeah, just prayers up for everybody in that situation. Yeah, never, never seen. I know, um, recent, somewhat recently, I know it was some, a couple basketball players. I want to see that that collapse, yeah, um, on the court. But to your point, never seen that on on a football field. Um, and and, and those guys and, and young went ladies that covered it as well after the game. Um, yeah, like RC, like to your point, RC. You know, he was on with um with Van Pelt, and like obviously, um. Ryan Clark has had his his own experiences with um, you know nothing not, nothing like this, but you know he had the sickle cell trait and played in Denver and you know had to lose his spleen and you know it was like a life or death touch and go situation there. And Mike Tomlin had to you know make some decisions on his behalf, like nah, to basically protect him from himself. So him having that firsthand experience, him being in that chair and the way he handled it, man, that was probably the one of the you know best professional like just. I feel like he said all the right things, you know, as yeah. far as what he could in that situation, having his perspective, the player perspective. Um, Lisa Salters reporting live from the field because she was actually on the field. Yeah. So, you know, when you're on the field, you kind of see, you know, more from your vantage point. So her and then obviously her being emotional with it as well, her being a former athlete as well. Um, so it was an incredible by all those um, men and women. And, um, you know, hopefully we continue to hear uh, positive uh, reports, you know, from DeMar, uh, the last I saw, he, he was still in critical condition. Um, so it still is a, a, a very, very situ serious situation. And I know we always expect, you know, just the best news to come and come and continue to come. And, you know, us here, we always going to put that good energy and good vibes out there that we'll continue to, um, to get those. And then hopefully, hopefully, you know, obviously it's not important. Um, but, you know, hopefully we see him up, you know, running around again, man. It's yeah. Tough. Yeah, so prayers, prayers, man, for Demar, his family. Tough, tough, very tough, um, man. Then, go ahead. No, nah, um, I was just thinking, um, even doing that that whole delay, where some people thought they were going to get back and play the game, and um, you know, it's been reports that the NFL came out and said that, or somebody told the broadcast that they had five minutes to warm up and play, wow. and. I think, uh, you know, uh, the coaches are burrow warming up, you know, Diggs trying to kind of rally the troops and everybody just really still being shook. Once again, it was one of those situations where the unfortunate part of our game is something like that happens. And then 
that's actually the first time I've seen a game just completely stopped. Honestly, yeah, that first. was yeah, that was a completely outlier type situation. But you know, usually, you know, we've been on the field where you know your friend, you know, somebody you know shed blood, sweat, and tears with getting carted off, maybe moving, maybe not moving, maybe give you thumbs up, maybe not, and then. 10, 15 minutes later, you got to get back out there and finish a football game, which is, which is absolutely wild. So, right. once again, what, even, but it, go ahead. I'm like, even in practice, you know, you've seen a number of times a, a guy go down, um, you know, not nearly as serious as 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 this situation. But, yeah, Coach, be like, Riverside, you know, we can go, yep. we can go to the other side of the field while, you know, they, they working – like you said, your brother, your teammate on the other side. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's the, the, we always uh, say the 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 business <laughs> of the game. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. let's get back to it. Let's get back to work. Yeah. You know, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And as everybody always, we, what everybody's been talking about, like we just forget that. And I don't know how, just the human, mm-hmm. you know, the human aspect of of this. You know, these are real human beings out here that's playing this game. And a, a lot of times, you know, people just, you know, look at it as entertainment and, you know, these guys are strong, fast, you know, they can um, they can take or they can handle, you know, X, Y, and Z, man. And we just we just forget that simple fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, we just forget that simple fact that we, we, are, we are human. Those guys out there are human, man. So. Yeah, man, prayers up. Thoughts, prayers, good energy, good vibes um, to DeMar Hamlin and his family, man, and his yeah. family. Because obviously his family's going through it as well. You know, they were came in that game to see their son or their brother or their you know, nephew what have you, you know, do their thing, live out their dream. And then, uh, you know, before before the game, you get on that knee, you say your prayers. Like, I know me, for at least, you know, I wasn't really praying for a win or a loss or interception. I was praying, you know. Go out here, be healthy, walk off this field. Like that, that that was that was my prayer always. So um hopefully we see him um up and at it again, man. But um prayer sending good energy to everyone involved. Facts, facts, facts. Um, you know, sticking, sticking to the football side, man. Um mm-hmm. the modern era finalists for the class of 2023. Um, and I'll read some. Can you see some of these names? I can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll name them. I'll name them. We got Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Coach Legend, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, Albert Lewis, Darrell Revis, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, another Coach Legend, Reggie Wayne. Patrick Sellers and Darren Woodson. Um, is this Darren Woodson? Is it first? Because I, I see some of them in a little off color. Is that first ballot? Guys? Nah, the one, the ones in the um in the gold donates first year of eligibility. Okay, that's the White Franey, Darrell Revis, and Joe Thomas. Gotcha. Um, obviously, you know, uh, the White, yep, you know, great list, great list. Obviously, uh. Dwight Freeney and Reggie Wayne amongst the finalists, you know, like we said, both of them are in the um, post-ring of honor. Definitely um, wishing and hoping that they get their nod. This is uh, year four for Reggie. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we just year said. Four? This, 
Yeah, this is fourth year. And as we said, Dwight, this is his uh his first year um being nominated, man. Um looking at that list, looking at that list, if you had mm -hmm. to throw it out there, who would be Oh shit, it's always tough. Well, I would say out of the three, first time year, first year el eligibility, the white friend, the real Reeves, Joe Thomas. First ballot. Mm. I think um I think Joe Thomas first ballot. Um Freeney Freeney should be first ballot. What are you one twenty two, one twenty something? I think nine postseasons with a sack, which is an NFL record. Um I think I mean who they make wait though? Do they make where they may wear weight or he go first ballot? Nah, sure. Uh nah, they made uh he's he's still on the list. Demarcus Ware. Oh shit, I didn't see damn. Damn. They may they may make free weight then, man. Damn. Uh Brevis. I think Revis will go first ballot. I think Revis is kinda in that that Megatron-ish conversation where Megatron should have been first ballot, but you may have thought, okay, because of the the uh his stretch of dominance, maybe not. Um but yeah, I think Revis and Joe T for sure. So, and Freeney, I think he should be, but they may make him wait. Yeah. Um so typically it's around what, seven guys? Yep, around six, seven, you know, players, and then they usually have like a contributor or two in there. So, so um, uh, it is always tough because you know, guys been waiting. Uh, yeah. For instance, Zach Thomas, like, how is he not in yet? Um, Patrick Willis, P. Dub, he had a, a a short career, but a very, very dominant career. I feel like from wire to wire. Rondé Barber needs to get in, man. Yes. Yes, yes. No questions about that. He he needs to get in. Seen the stats today. I think he's the only player to have 40 picks, 40 plus picks and 20 plus sacks. That's crazy. That's yeah. Playing majority of his, his career at the nickel position. Dog. Dog. Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl champ. All all time all pro. Um Pro Bowler, obviously. Yeah. Um, and that and that was the Super Bowl that was won by that defense. You know what I mean? Carried by that. It was on that defense. The, the Hills yeah. of that defense. You know, him, Sapp, Lynch. Um, Jackson had, obviously, a great, great uh, postseason run. But, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Stop playing with Ron Day, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's tough, man. I would hate to be in that room, man, and, <laughs> and, have, to, and have, to, have to pick. Because, again, man, like – Somebody has, unfortunately, somebody has some guys have to be left off off the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Zach Thomas is working. He's been, been on by Rondé Barber. She looked up Albert Lewis. Um, I think this is look. This was up, man. Amazing numbers as well. Um, yeah, Andre Johnson. We thought he had potential to go first ballot. Yeah, Willie. And um, Tory Hope, like man, it's 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 tough. Has to, you know what he was able to do in that in the return game. Um, it, it's it's it's, it's tough, man. man. Everybody deserves it. so. 
I mean, give, give, give me give me five. You think getting in for sure this year, man? Five? Give me five. I'm going to be biased now. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing that out there right now. I'm going to be biased. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there right now. So my, my two, for sure, is going to be Reggie and Free. Um, champs. Postseason dominance. Yep. So Reggie and Free. And then um, – I'm going to go Joe Thomas. I'm going to go Rondé Barbara. Reggie Free, Joe Thomas, Rondé Barbara. And I'm going to go Revis. Yeah, Revis. All right. So two first ballots. Three, three first ballots. Three first ballots. Yeah, I know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but, hey, but that's, that's AB's list. All right, so obviously you are a little more biased. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Joe Thomas, Darrell Revis. I think they are going to be both first ballot. I'm gonna also go. You know, for sorry, I think Zach Thomas obviously deserves to be in there, but they don't overlook them this long. I think they continue to, unfortunately. Uh, I'm gonna go Devin Hester. We talked about you know him as a returner. Uh, mm-hmm. Devin Hester. They done been looking overlooking Rondé for a minute, too. Andre Johnson. And Dwight Freeney. All right, so so say 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 that again. So you said Joe Thomas, Andre Johnson, Dwight Freeney. And Revis. Revis, that's four. I think it was five. Joe Thomas, Revis, Dwight, Dre, and Hester. And Hester. Okay. Yeah, I left Hester off and Hester. We got to get weeds in there, man. We can't. We got we to get ready in there, too, man. Postseason numbers crazy. What did he play? He was uh, 14 years for a coat. Yeah, 14. One, one mile, 14 years. <sighs> this shit tough, man. It's tough. It's I hate tough, to in that man. Room. Shout out to the guys, man. Facts, 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 facts. Shout out, shout out to everybody. That's, you know, make this final finalist list, man. Um, to be on that list, man, you got to put some real work in. You got to put some real work in. Got to be dominant over a course of a, of a long time. This is not a one year or two year or three years. You had great seasons, man. This is longevity and doing it at a high level for a long clip, man. So, congrats to all the finalists this year, twenty twenty three, man. So we'll definitely be looking forward to. To this class, so so what's a for you like a a, a and every obviously situations are situational, but as a so for instance Mike Leach, uh, God rest his soul, Mike Leach passed, um, and he was just off the uh, threshold for a Hall of Fame coach. I think they need to be at at least like six hundred percent, like um, you know, six hundred percent winning percentage. Yeah, six hundred winning percentage, should I say? Um, so that's their threshold. What is like the for the NFL Hall of Fame? Is it a certain amount of time for AB? Like, all right, it's eight years, ten years, shit is a six. Some people say Sterling Sharp should have been in the hall. How long is that stretch of dominance? And then how do you compare like an eight-year dominant career like Patrick Willis and maybe like a 15-year career where they weren't necessarily dominant, but numbers, the longevity, the this to that. Like, how do you balance that? Or what is it for you if you were in there? Man, um, I, I think you got to look at everything differently, right? Where 
And I think it's tough because, especially like when you have guys that, like when they were last on the field, say like it's 2023 now, right? So I'm not sure how long that eligibility is until it's up, mm-hmm. how many years, I'm not sure. Just imagine. It's got to be a while. Yeah, so so I'm, that's what I'm saying. So imagine this, because that time it stopped playing, what, probably like 2007 yeah. or something like that? Mm-hmm. So just imagine it's 2023 now, and Zach Thomas is still on the on the ballot, and his last time he played was 2007, right? So prior to that, he was a dog. Yeah, he was a dog. Longevity, you know what I'm saying? And this is why it's so tough. Where okay, that's 16 years. That's a 16 year gap where you know you got Patrick, your Patrick Willis's, you got to Luke Keekleys and your Ray Lewis's or whatever. So for me, it's mm-hmm. like. Six years, like Sterling Sharp, dog, right? When he was on the field, I I don't know if that I don't know if six years can get it. That's just me personally. That ain't, ain't ain't long enough. That that's not long enough. That's yeah. just me personally. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, so I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh, if you play eight years and you Pro Bowler all eight years, first team All Pro seven seven years. And the film shows like, yo, you were dominant for eight years. I'm like, yeah, I give you that nod. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like. Um, but then again, like you know, you can't knock, you can't knock somebody from. So uh, argument people have like, okay, this guy played 17 years. Yeah, he should have those numbers. But you can't, you can't knock a player. You can't knock a person that, for being able to have that longevity, have that availability. So that's while hard. He's playing, that's hard. hard. So you can't, you can't blame a player when you, when, when he's playing the game. Usually, like the best ability, uh, the best ability is the availability. And then when he, when he has that, you knock him for that. So yeah. obviously, you know, the longer you play, the, 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 the more as farmers you're gonna have, but. Like you said before, man, every situation is different, man. Um, I think that's why, you know, it's so tough when you sit in those rooms and you kind of like debating, like, you know, this guy versus this guy. But uh, at the end of the day, man, just you just got to look at the body of work, man, and, and, and that body of work should tell you, like, not yet. Yeah, that body, body of work, and it, it, it's tough, man. Like I said, I hate to be in that room, and then some players – I feel like their great careers get overlooked because they didn't play with a, a lot of other great players around them, right? Cause some, and then some players get more bumped up, I think, personally. I think there are definitely some players that go to Pro Bowls. That, um, maybe not all pro teams, maybe not as much, but like Hall of – Cats in the Hall of Fame, and they wouldn't have been on the Hall of Fame, not even close if they're on a different team you know, with other players around him. And that's that's part of it. Part of it is being a good player, being a good teammate, uh, playing with other good players. It helps. It is a team game, but this Hall of Fame thing is an individual accolade. So mm-hmm. it, it's tough, man. There's so many different uh, variables. Like if Zach Thomas played for, you know, the the the, the Patriots during that era and had a couple Super Bowls, it would have been the first ballot cat. <laughs> like with them numbers – uh, Rondé Barber, if he played for the Cowboys and, and they did that, it would have been first ballot. It's just uh, it's Lon- tough, London but. Fletcher. We have I London Fletcher all the time. If London Fletcher played on a, team, on, a, on a team that they were always going to the playoffs or whatever the case may be, it would be a no-brainer. London Fletcher would be in the Hall of Fame right now with his um, with his number. Facts. 
you know, so you 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 hit that right on the head, man. So, um, again, man, like you know, it's one of them, it's one of them things like you can wait, and it's, it's uncontrollable for it. All you could do is go out there and and produce on the where, yep, a number of these guys did because you know if if they didn't, they wouldn't be on the list. But then for you have to sit back and you know for somebody else to be able to say, <clears throat> oh, this guy's Hall of Fame worthy. Ah, that's tough. That, it's rough. It's rough. It's rough. That's tough, man. Uh, have a update. I can't even log into my Twitter. I forgot my damn Twitter password. And I got a new phone. Unbelievable. Uh, update from the Buffalo Bills. Per the physicians caring for DeMar Hamlet at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, DeMar has shown remarkable improvement over the past 24 hours. While still critically ill, he has demonstrated that he appears to be neurologically intact. His lungs continue to heal, and he is making steady progress. We are grateful for the love and support we have received. So um, that's the, I'm not sure, that is directly from the Buffalo Bills Twitter account. Um. So once again, another uh, you know, good update, and, and hopefully yeah. we continue to receive positive information on uh Demar Hamlin's uh behalf. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. Um, when does um that comes out? What Super Bowl? Um, the five Super Bowl, Super Bowl week, right? The Hall of the the picks. Yeah, who made it? I, yeah, I think so. That come, yeah, because they um at the uh, yeah, I remember the honors, night. right? NFL honors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we'll <clears throat> see what that that list looks like when um. That's gonna be interesting, man. It very. It always. I mean, it always is. Really, you know. what I mean, it always is. But uh, yeah. We shall see, man. Hopefully, our guys get in. Hopefully, Weez get in. Hopefully, Free get in. You know, I know we played against a lot of those guys. You know a lot of those guys on that list. And like you always say, everybody on that list is deserving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shall see. What else, what else we got, man? We got some big, some huge games. Some huge games. This, facts, uh, facts. So we, this weekend. We um we touched on it last um last show, but we're gonna put it up here again. The um. The NFL playoff picture as mm-hmm. of right now. Um, I'll start off with the AFC. Um, sitting at number one with a 13 and 3 record, got the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two, um, Buffalo Bills at 12 and 3, Cincinnati Bengals at 11 and 4, Jacksonville Jaguars 8 and 8, the Los Angeles Chargers at 10 and 6, Baltimore Ravens 10 and 6. The New England Patriots, the number seven seed as of right now, sitting at eight and eight on the You have Miami Dolphins at eight and eight, and the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and eight. Mm-hmm. And then we obviously gonna see how what they decide to do on that AFC side because that Bills Bengals game um, was huge from that regard. And then um, yeah. NFC playoff picture currently: Eagles at the one seed, thirteen to three. Niners, Vikings, Bucks. We got the Cowboys, Giants, and the Seahawks, and then Lions and the Packers 
are on the bubble. Obviously, the Lions and Packers have a huge Sunday night football game. Right now, huge game for both teams. Um, depending on what happens earlier that day, the Lions could potentially be el- could be eliminated. Could potentially be eliminated. <laughs> uh, but the Packers, uh, their their fate is in their hand. They don't need any help. If they win that game, they're in after their um, you know, terrible start to the season. They're at a point where they control their own destiny. Um, Eagles, Eagles got to win. Well, they don't have to win, but they really, really want to. Okay, so we get to this game. Lions, 8-8 eight and eight on the road facing the Green Bay Packers. Packers right now are favored by four and a half points at home in Lambeau. They obviously just took care of business last week against the Vikings. Now one more win, they in, man. Uh, I think these Lions, they're going to play hard either way. Eliminated or not, they're going to, you know, they're going to go out there and put it. Shout out to both these teams, man. Scratching and clawing and getting to this point. Yeah. Um, which way are you going in this one? I'm going with the Packers, D. But um, as you just mentioned, the Lions are going to play tough. They're going to play hard as they have been um, this entire season. You know, mm-hmm. again, we talk about a culture shift. We've seen it. <laughs> right in front of us, right? This, this yeah. Detroit Lions team, man. I, I feel like it's a it's a real culture shift. Um, on the field, in the building. Um, shout out to coach and what he's been able to do there. Um, in Detroit, but the Packers, man. Um, I dead ass wrong. I mean, we had that seven dead ass wrong. I was dead. Oh ass yeah, wrong. yeah. I, I said I said the Packers were done. Uh, they were done for. But the way they've been playing these last um couple of weeks, man. All three phases. Special teams yeah. been huge for them. Defense been playing well. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, the offense, man. You know, <clears throat> Christian Watson, Aaron Rodgers, run game, Aaron Jones, man. Like, they've been clicking on all cylinders, man. They playing at home, playing at Lambeau. I'm going with the Packers in this one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Both teams sitting at eight and eight. Talking about the coaches. Jared Goff, man, that offense. Love what they've been able to do all year. Um but I like the Packers to win this one in a close one. I think the Lions do make it close. That four and a half point spread. I'm gonna say the Packers do not cover. Lions cover, but the Packers win this one at home and punch their ticket to a playoff berth. Now, last time they won the Super Bowl, I believe, was a six seed. Um, not sure where they'll end up on that NFC side, but I got the Packers as well in this one, man. But the Lions, the Lions, they should be uh, no moral victories and all that stuff. You obviously want to make the playoffs, but they should definitely, you know, they should be proud of the season that they've put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another game this weekend, AFC South, the Tennessee Titans, 7-9. Set a few they played last the week. Yeah, they're going to Jacksonville. Also, well, eight and eight. Jacksonville Jaguars, a six-point favorite in this one. Mm. Who you taking in this one, D. Butt? Mm. Man, uh, obviously the Titans will be starting Josh. Joshua Dobbs will be making his second start. He impressed last week in his first one. Derek Henry will be back on the field, which obviously completely changes things for that team. Uh, a lot of their defensive players back as well, man. This is another one. Ah, shit. I feel like I feel like this is a, this is just the. I feel like the Jags are like just destined to win this 
division this year. They were obviously super long shots preseason as far as odds go. You were higher on them than most uh, with Doug Peterson coming as the head coach, Trevor Lawrence going into his second year. So I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars end up winning this one in a very, very close game, um, probably like a field goal at the end type situation. Uh, so Jaguars winning this one, Titans cover six points. It's a big spread with the Titans, with the players that will be on the field um, on the road in Jacksonville. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars in Duval, or they punch their ticket and go to nine and eight. End the end, end it with a winning season and, and make a playoff berth. First one for Trevor, and obviously uh, Super Bowl champ Doug Peterson been there before. But which way you going on there? I, I probably I probably know which way you going on this one. Yeah, you, you know which way I'm going, man. It's just. <clears throat> I'm going with Jacksonville, man. You know, I said it early this year. No, I'm not the I'm, – I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm going with Jacksonville. So <laughs> playing at home in Duval. Um, I think it's going to be a a tough matchup, obviously. You know, whoever wins, they're in. But I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I feel like this could be a game where Trevor Lawrence can kind of, you know, continue to catapult himself as a, as a quarterback that people thought he could be coming into this league. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go with Jayville on here. And then after, if they win, you know, I'll say what talk, I have. Yeah, my, yeah, I know. I'm saying, I'll that. say what I have. <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I think these two games, man, I think they're really gonna be some real, really tough matchups. Yeah. Uh, stretching That's a championship stretching right there. Hat and t-shirt game. Facts. And obviously Facts. playoffs. You know. So yeah, man. Um, I, I want to touch on something real quick. You know, we we <laughs> we talked about the commanders last show, and just how you know, I was like, man, just 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 throw it away, man. Just start them, start it over. So they came out and said Sam Howell will start for the commanders. We got something. You a beast. So they eliminated from our playoff contention as well. I understand so. that. But I feel like now, now looking at this, man, I feel like this was an inside job. <laughs> it was an inside job, man. Like in, in what regard? Man, like you can make it into the playoffs, man. And I know we, we touched on it on Monday, but then when I saw this, like, like why not play? Why not play Carson Wentz again this week? And I'm just asking because I don't know. So like, like, what's the point? What's the point of starting Sam? Like, you don't. It's not like a situation like, okay, well, we want to see what we have, you know, for our future. Or if Sam can be our 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 quarterback for the future, we all know Sam's not going to be. be that, that, that might guy. be. That might. You gotta understand this organization we dealing with. So that may very I, well I be their thought process. I don't process. understand this organization. So that's the thing. <laughs> It may very well be their thought process. Hey, let's give Sam a chance. And earlier in the season, he was out with, I believe, a Liz Frank injury with his foot, so he missed the majority of the season. And now, you know, eliminated from playoff contention after the loss last week and then whatever happened after. Um, but the, Carson, you know, how you, how do you – so you basically brought Carson in in a, in a, in a, in a got-to-win situation. Um, he stunk it up. From wire to wire, there were opportunities to pull him to put Taylor back in. Taylor wasn't, you know, Dan Marino out there by any stretch, but the guys played for him. He gave the team a chance out there every week. Um, so that was the bonehead decision there from uh, 
coach, GM, whoever made that decision. Yeah. Um, and then you move on to week 18 when obviously everyone's eliminated. So you're like, hey, you know what? Let's throw, let's throw our rookie out there, see what he got, see, you know, potential future. If we, I don't know. What are you going to learn in the week 18 game, last game of the season? Probably fucking nothing, but, you know, it's the commander. So, uh, you know, what what else do we expect at this point, A.B.? I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to tune in to that game because they probably can be they – they might give you some milk. They just – maybe they may play all three. Who knows? And I think – didn't they say – I thought the first report I saw was Heineke was going to start, but Howell was going to get playing time. So, once again, like – you, you try your best to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, and all right, what what would you? Why? Mm, let me try to make sense of that. But this one, um, just like that mascot that they threw out there in week seventeen, <laughs> just it just don't make sense, bro. It, it makes absolutely no sense. But who oh, are we? Man. The Commanders. Tough man. Nah, oh, man. I wish we still had that clip in there with Coach uh, Coach Rivera, <laughs> man. Oh, oh man! So howling that motherfucker. I wish I knew that a couple hours ago. But oh, man. Hey. But anyway, in that same division, excuse me. Um, so we've been talking about the last couple of weeks this Jalen Hurts injury. Obviously, they came out. Um, they came out of the gates hot, and then yeah. uh, Jalen Hurts got hurt. Uh, Gardner Minshew came in and, and you know did his thing, but they've been 0-2 these last couple weeks, and now they're in a situation where in week 18, they play the Giants. They play the Giants. Giants are in a position where they can rest their starters because they can't really, you know, really move anywhere else, really, and they already punched their ticket for a playoff seeding. And the Eagles will be in the playoffs, obviously, but number one seed is still up for grabs. I think the Niners can still get it. I believe the Cowboys can still get it. Yeah. Um, so if they don't win this game, they could potentially lose home field advantage and obviously they have bye week. So they'll go from one to five, I believe. So on both sides of this thing, if you're the Giants, young team, first year head coach, you punch a playoff ticket and you, you've you been shitty for however long before that. Do you rest these young guys and go into thinking playoffs? And then on the flip side of that, uh, Eagles. You know you're going to playoffs, but you want that one seed. Do you put Jalen Hurts back out there um, potentially two weeks before you would need to, but at least one week before you need to, knowing that you'll be in the um, playoffs? So how would you handle this, I guess, on both sides, as, as, as a Giants coach and the Eagles coach? As a Giants coach, if I was Coach Dayball, I would play my starters for the first half. Okay. I would play them for the first half, whereas – to your point, I don't want to give them the, the week off. We've been playing off. We got our rhythm going. Um, put them out there. We, we're we in. Put them in there. You know, uh, let them rock for, for, for a half and sit them second half. That's That would be my my approach if I was the, mm-hmm. the Giants head coach. And we talked about it um, on Monday's show. I would sit Jalen Hurts. You know, I, I know – Home field advantage is, is is very very important, but you I, I would feel you be yourself in the butt, and you don't want to go into the game thinking what ifs or whatever the case may be. Nobody wants to go in the game, you know, thinking about injuries or whatever the case may be. But as a head coach, I feel as though you will kick yourself in the butt. You got Jalen Hurts out there, knowing you have 
you know, a, a playoff spot locked up. Mm -hmm. and he goes in and uh, something happens. Somebody falls on his shoulders. Somebody falls on him, whatever the case may be. And he's re-injured. And now you in the off and you playing with Garland Minshew. Not no knock on that, but we just know that team plays different. So different ball game. Different ball game. So that's 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 my take on it. I think either way, either way you go about it, if you're the Giants, you know, if you if you sit your guys, that's cool. If you decide to play him, I think that's cool too. Um, for the Eagles, yeah. if you decide, you know, to play Jalen Hurts because you want to go out there and you you feel as though he's healthy enough to go out there and perform, I'm cool with that as well. So I don't think it's a right wrong decision on either side. Mm -hmm. But if I had to make those those decisions, that's that's yeah. how I would go, go with it. Yeah, and like it's and you know, as as a coach, you have the behind the curtain. You know what. You know, Saquon been dealing with injury-wise or Daniel Jones or your left tackle, right tackle, left guard. You know the guys that may need a little rest here um, and that may not. Damn, Eagles are 14-point favorites right now, um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming because they, they're they not really sure. Or maybe shit, maybe the, maybe the books know. Maybe the sportsbook already know, hey, the Giants going to be resting their guys. But obviously this is a big spread here, 14 points. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind that 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 approach. You know, if you're the Giants, come out, you still play. You are a young team, not used to success, um, collectively at least, or as a coach, it's your first time around a block. Uh, Dayball has been around some great coaches, some great teams, but um, playing the first half, I like that. May I may I may personally, I'd be very careful with how I use Saquon. Um, as far as having, huh? Sure, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I may have him on some type of pitch count. May you know, may potentially not even play him at all, honestly. Um, so Saquon would be a guy, uh, obviously, with his history, and then how much we they I would assume they're gonna use him in this playoff run, however long it is. Um, but I like that approach, and then from the Eagles standpoint, um I think man, you know what? As as a coach, once again, you have the intel, but I'm going. I'm sitting down with Jalen Hurts, and I'm like, "Hey," and I know what the player is going to say. Jalen Hurts nine times to, "Hey, coach, I want to be out there. I want to play with you." Woo. And I'm probably gonna put his ass out there. Honestly, that's just me. He yes. was practicing last week, and if you tell me, "Hey, coach, I'm good. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a be smart with it. I'm gonna do. It. I'm hey, Jalen. Now we need you. Don't go out there trying to be. You know, we need you to be yourself, but at the same time, you're a little dinged up. You got to be smart." Because uh, we need them, and I think this team, it would do the, it would be great for them to have this home field because it, it's nothing like having it have to come through your stadium, especially with how you played this entire season, and obviously you losing these last two games. You don't want to back into the playoffs if you don't have to. So I'll I'll put Jalen Hurts out there, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He's returning from um from IR. So is Robert Quinn. So if they can get that extra week to get back healthy. And they come back um and be on that CJ GJ Garner Johnson. He's still leading the NFL in picks. He only played eleven games this this uh, season. So um, I think this first this 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 one seed is huge for the Eagles. So I'm playing my guys. I'm playing Hurts. I'm playing Hurts, and I'm trusting them to take care of himself, man, and get this dub for us. Yeah, I mean, I said I don't. <clears throat> I don't think you go wrong either way, but you know how it is when when you out there on the field, man. Instincts kick in, so sitting in front of you, I can definitely say, "Yeah, coach, I'm gonna I'm I'm be smart." But when them things kick in, man, you know. Um, 
It's different. It's safety. It's, it's safety. Yeah, safety. You ain't, you ain't got no choice. Safety, linebacker, tackle, you know. Quarterbacks, obviously, you, you can't decide how you get hit, how you land, and all these different things. But, you know, you can't pull a, pull a Tom Brady and just fall in the pocket if you feel it collapse. You can't run out of bounds more. Um, you can't call less quarterback run plays or maybe shit, maybe no run quarterback run plays, but you're carrying out fakes and shit. So, um, but his seeing him practice last week and them saying that he was close, that gives me more um more positive energy. But these coaches know more much more than we do. So hopefully they make the best decisions for their players and their teams, man. But um hopefully we get some good football, yeah. good games this weekend. I think we will. I think we will. Um, and we, we touched on it. We touched on last week. But if you could give me two quarterbacks, man, from the NFC and two out of the AFC that you trust the most right now, that's that we, that's looking like that will be in the playoffs. You know what? Um. Jalen Hurts, man, this show, this season he had, even with this shoulder, man. Give me, give me, give me Jalen Hurts and um, give me Jalen Hurts and don't trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. I don't trust Dak Prescott in the playoffs. I'm gonna put the picture. I'm gonna put the playoff picture back up. Do I trust Brock Purdy in the offs? Daniel Jones, Geno Smith. Give me Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. Cause they rod ain't in yet. So give me Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. Okay. Those are the two quarterbacks I trust the most on the NFC side. And on his AFC side, give me Joe Burrow. Okay. I'm about to say something stupid here, guys. <laughs> Yeah, don't do it, dude. Everybody might log off, my guy. Go, go ahead and put the camera back on because I might say something. I might say something stupid here, guys. But give me I – I feel like Mahomes – come on now. Mahomes got to just be on there. Just you, It got to be two quarterbacks outside of Mahomes. Trust. Okay, okay. Because, okay. you know, Mahomes at this point, like – so you, so who you making room give, for? Give me, give me Burrow Herbert. You know, I gotta make, I gotta make room for Justin Herbert making his playoff debut. Give me Justin Herbert at that five seed right now with this weapon with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Everett Eckler. The boys got a mob over there, man. Rashawn Slater come back and, and, and protecting that blind side. Nobody don't want to see these LA Chargers, man. And, and your guy Burrow, he's 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 unbelievable, man. He's he just gets better and better every week. Um, so that guy, so Joe Burrow first, you heard me. So Mahomes, obviously, Joe Burrow, and then I would mm-hmm. go Justin Herbert. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's me, man. That's me. What about you, man? I'm gonna go on the NFC side, so you know I'm gonna pick. Some quarterbacks. I'm, I'm gonna go Brock Purdy. The nine. I think this this is gonna be a great story for him. You know what I mean? Brock Purdy. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be. It'll be one of them 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 stories for you. And then uh, I'm gonna do how you did as far as like Patrick Mahomes. I feel like Brady. You know, what I mean Brady in the show now. We can see a total different Brady than what we saw. 
the entire year. And then I'm going to go DJ, man. I'm going Daniel Jones, man, on the NFC side. So I'm going with two young guys, man. First time in the playoffs, so I'm going Brock Purdy and Daniel Jones outside of outside of um yeah you outside the box with that one outside i, I the thought box, i was about man. to say some dumb shit why you you should have had the camera i'm trying to turn the camera off for that Dang, shit. i'm outside the box <laughs> and then on the afc side i'm rocking with um outside of um Patrick mahomes i'm going uh josh allen and joe burrow josh allen joe burrow yeah, Fair my enough. NFC, my NFC side. Yeah, I'm out of the, I'm outside the box. But what, what, what was the NFC picks? Yeah, I gotta get your camera. This. Hey man, out, outside of time. The, the quarterbacks, A. B. Trust the most on the NFC side of who? Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. And then you know Tom Brady is just the guy that you know you always <laughs> trust in the playoffs. So yeah. I, we shall see. We shall see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to a good week of football, man. Good weekend sure. of football, should I say. We got Saturday games. We got Sunday games. And then on Monday night, on Monday night, I'll be on the side, on the field again for the national, the college football playoff national championship with TCU. TCU Horn Frogs and the Georgia Bulldogs trying to defend their national championship. Uh, we're gonna be back out there in LA and SoFi Stadium. This will be my first time inside the stadium, I believe. I was out there for the Super Bowl last year, but first time inside the stadium. Uh, hopefully, we get a good, loud crowd. Not anticipating as great of a crowd we had in Atlanta. You know, obviously, you had the Georgia Bulldogs there. You had Ohio State, um, and when you get to the national championship, the Super, national championship. The Super Bowl, you do have, um, you know, it's a little different crowd, uh, I assume. But hopefully I'm pleasantly surprised, but this is going to be awesome, man. I can't really read that report. I think front office sports. Yep. Pat McAfee and this team will host the college football playoff national championship on ESPN2. Yes, sir. So shout out to Pat for uh allowing me to join the gang for this. This is gonna be dope. Shout out to uh I'm Omaha, um, who worked in uh collaboration with Pat and obviously ESPN. Um, this is gonna be dope, man. It's gonna be fun. Uh somebody shoot, somebody's gonna win the national championship and we're gonna be on the field calling this. So that's that's gonna be um Incredible vibes. Either the team or Frost who never had, you know, nobody had you, him at, at this point. Be- do you think it's going to be a good game? I do. Yeah, I do. Because, shit, TCU, I, I didn't think – um, and, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I was watching more college football this year than in years past, but I didn't. I thought Michigan was going was gonna to handle business easily with, with the side the offensive line, the run game, the this, to that. But TCU balled, I think, two pick sixes. Um, they got LaDainian Thomason's nephew out there, Jim Thorpe Award winner. Doing his thing at corner, got a top ten potentially pick at, at a receiver, uh, Max Duggan, who's a dog Heisman finalist, I believe. Um, damn, yeah, they got a chance, man. I think yeah. it, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a, a, a good game. Right now, the Bull, Georgia Bulldogs, I think, are like thirteen and a half point favorites. I know it opened up that way at least, um, but I think it's gonna be a good game, man. I hope. Should I hope so? I hope it ain't a blowout. What you think? Where you think see it going? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Georgia. 
You want Georgia running back, repeat, Stetson Bennett? I, I think Georgia's going to run it back, but, you know, I could be wrong. I haven't really paid much, much attention to TCU um, this year, you know, besides, you know, highlights and all, but um, I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to go Georgia. There you go. I just hope it's going to be a good game, man. Hope so, man. Um, you got the read. Knock this beautiful read out. Yeah, knock this read out. Um, Las Vegas did a solid conversion. Whew. How the weather there, Indy? Um, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. I would guess probably 40. Like 42, something like that. Hey, Siri, what's the weather in Indianapolis today? There could be some snow in Indianapolis. There could be some snow in Indianapolis, Indiana today. Daytime temperatures will have around 39 degrees, with overnight lows around 34 degrees. Got Siri talking over here, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, why well, am I hitting my ears, too? But, yeah, so. Around 42. Um, has, you know, it's nice out, though. Yeah, so we back at it again with this no sweat first bet. Oh, thousand dollars back in free when you sign up using our promo code. Promo code is what M2M live. And for y'all that can't spell, that's M2M L I V E. M2M live, yeah. baby. Yes, sir. That's up to a thousand dollars back in your first bet. If your first bet does not win, um, as always, give FanDuel a shot. It's easy. Um, and 21, well, you got to be 21 and plus in select states. Um, the app is easy to use. Always tap into my guy, D-Butt. He always, for the most part, has a same game parlay. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. not sure what you did last uh, last time, but he's been. I won, I, hey, so let's, let's pause for a second. I won. I won the previous Monday night game. Obviously, yeah. this Monday night game uh, was suspended because of Demar Hamlin's injury. Yeah, and then um, I will have another one. I'm actually still figuring out which game because obviously there's no Monday night game. So I'm gonna figure out either that Saturday night AFC South Championship game or uh, one of the four o'clock games from Sunday. But stay tapped into the page on Twitter if I can get back into my Twitter or Instagram at Darius J. Butler for these same game parlay picks. There you go. There you go. And you will see why FanDuel is your America's number one sports book. Shout out yeah. to FanDuel being the official sponsor of the Man to Man Pod. Yes, sir. Shout out, shout out, shout out, FanDuel. Um, if y'all have any, uh, I guess you can't even tweet me now. Trying to figure out how to I put in my phone number for Twitter. They should make it easier, man. Instagram made it pretty easy. Log back in. Had to, they sent me a link. I clicked it. Sent another link. Confirmed that it's my phone. Boom, boom, boom. Twitter, man. man. Got, Elon, uh, figure this shit out, man. You got a uh, Elon now, man. They they on the they on the ropes right now. Ain't, ain't I, I saw a, a report on Elon said he was the first person. To lose two hundred billion dollars net worth, because Tesla, 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 I believe they are at a fifty-two week low right now, as far as their stock go. 
Mm. It was actually, I don't know if you saw that story or not. This doctor tried to kill his family. Tried yeah, to kill drove himself off and the his cliff. family. Drove off a cliff over 200 feet high in a Tesla SUV. And, and everybody survived. I obviously, thank God. Hopefully, everybody, you know, I'm sure it was some serious injuries, but the fact that they survived that fall is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, man, like, come, like, Terrible, terrible story, obviously, but that that was that was that was crazy, man. I don't get it. I do not get it, man. Um oh. but before we get out of here, I know D Buck gotta go. It was one question, man, from G.I. Joe 317. Should Marvin Harrison Jr. sit out sophomore year like Jamal Chase did? Nah. I mean, I don't think so. I think he should go out there and play ball. You know, was he redshirt freshman this year? So he got one more year. Go out there, play ball. Um, enjoy your college experience. Enjoy competing. Continue to get better. Continue to get coached up. Um, you know, continue to do all these things that have made you and gotten you this far. That's just my take on it. Now, once you get, you know, something happens, maybe you got an injury next year or you're going to the bowl season. And um, you want to make that decision for your career, your professional career. I think you make it at that point. But me personally, I wouldn't go um, and just take the season off. Jamar uh, Chase set the season out that that COVID year. He set out. Michael Parsons set out. Um, Penay Sewell. A few other players, uh, obviously, because of what was going on with COVID. But my, 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 um, I would say no. That would be my answer. No, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you, man. Go out there and rock out. Go out there and play the game, man. You know, stock, can if it can rise any high. Go out there and do what you do. Compete. So, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see, man. I appreciate y'all. As always, as always, man, appreciate y'all showing, showing love. We'll be back Monday, but also tune in. May, we may we may have a Saturday pick show, or you just tap into our the Man to Man pod IG page or AB forty one and um and D Butler. What's your what's your IG again, D Butler? There is Jay Butler on IG and Twitter, and we'll give you um our picks, our money line, and against the spread. So just um stay got a couple tuned. Saturday games too. So yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, all right, y'all stay tuned. See y'all uh a Monday. Yeah. Peace. Figure it out. First online real money wager only. Refund issue as a none. Withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 NAZ. <coughs> 1-8-789-777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WISIT-INDIANA. <laughs> visit chaosgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. And then one 877 
1-800-889-9789 in New York, Tennessee, Red Line. All right, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia.